Sorry, I talked over you immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Don't interrupt. Wait, oh my wait, gosh. Can I... <laughs> <laughs> this is my bit. Yeah, see, this is where it gets weird. This stemmed from. That's where. Wait, this is where it gets weird. I'm no. gonna get nightmares. Oh, you are. Oh my god. <laughs> so see, I thought you might miss that because the big feet and dinosaurs. Yeah, I was more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, slaps roof of walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> This bitch you... with so much tan. <laughs> Just want to verify for the listener, we are still reviewing Pride and Prejudice here. <laughs> can I do my like radio voice impression? You can. I've always wanted to. Now that we have a mic and stuff, can you? Someone give me like a jingle for like a morning comedy show. No, no, not with that. <laughs> <laughs> the poor child has suffered enough for one night. Hit them quietly. Shh, shh. Right arm. Welcome back to Sleepy Woodwind. This is the midnight hour with your hosts Kiva, Alison, and Michael. <laughs> Tonight we're going to be speaking with revered flautist Pierre Steinke. Pierre? You're Pierre. Pierre! Where do you see yourself? Sure Pierre! Do you want to enable the accents, really? Pierre Steinke is from Ireland. Pierre, why did you pick the flute? Why didn't you pick a little more serious of an instrument? I have to get in there. You have to really get in here. Okay. I'm sorry, we're out of time. That's me, Michael Aston, keep on the 10 minutes adventure into the flattery. What's the word? <laughs> flattery. Coming up next, it's the news. Over to you, Tom. Thanks, Michael. Local serial killer found on the loose. <laughs> Stop him! On the tear. <laughs> He's known for going after uh, 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 small-time podcast hosts. Lock your windows. Hide your wallets. Uh, back to you, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Uh, uh, coming up later on the ten-minute flautery hour, we've got more flouts. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre Steinke, will you answer a question? And we'll get back to you later. <laughs> All right, then. You can't see the audio. Or you can't see the audio. You def- you can't see that either. But you can... I can <laughs> see audio. Audio is just like, like pictures that. for your ears, man. It's like that I can see dead people. Of, um, <laughs> I, I don't disbelieve Kiva is a thing. Do you remember that review you um, read for... Maybe it was um, my Jerobale. Remember him? Joe. Is Geraldo. Yes. Geraldo. Geraldo. Wasn't it him that he said, um, I drank the liquid, I can see colours? <laughs> yeah, I think it was, yeah. Oh, boy. It was a review for nail polish. It was like Barbie nail it polish. It was. Yeah. I'm glad we have this information. I'm glad, yeah. Do you know how many times I've recited about the Ravens of the Tower of London to people I work with? And everyone loves it. Every single person is enthralled by I've quantified. Grog and George. Yeah, I've quantified mm. everyone in my office into Grogs or Georges. Ooh. For 100%. What, what are we? Last time it was, what are we in Friends? Are we Grog or are we George? I'm definitely a Grog. You're de- no, you're George. No, George is the asshole. Oh, sorry, I'm George. Yeah, no, what am I saying? You I'm are a George. George. Yeah. yeah, we're Grogs. We're Grogs. George. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, really, none of us are Ravens. <laughs> You're like, excuse me, what the fuck? <laughs> comment if yourself. you're a Grog or a George. <laughs> Pure Grogger. Yeah, comment below if you're a Grog or a George. Comment yes. Yes, why? No, N. Yeah, why N? Comment below. Mm. You have 10 seconds. Wait, do, I can do, do some on-hold music. Do, 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 do. Pierre Steinke, everyone. Please don't. Did you comment? <laughs> okay, good. The results are in. The audience is... Drumroll, please. Human. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're using us to replicate like the we just the alien- lowest dregs of humanity. You know. <laughs> we just alienated all non-human listeners. Jesus, oh. we're such assholes. But at some point, that'll be true. Yeah, when the fish rise up. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking of. <laughs> Welcome back to Wasted Trees, episode nine, the episode penultimate. Nine. We did, we haven't told you how many episodes there are, but this is penultimate. This yeah. is the penultimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honestly was not aware. I was just like, go. Oh yeah. Do, I, I mean, you're, you're going to be fired. <laughs> we can't afford to keep <laughs> right. you on any longer. Yeah. That's why it's the penultimate. <laughs> Kiva demands a very high salary, a shockingly <laughs> high one for a podcast that makes no money. In fact, costs us money. Mm. So you know. They're paying me in oats. We are, but like oats aren't cheap in today's climate. <laughs> That's so true. Complete grog. George. You're George. <laughs> grog sounds like the bad guy. Like, it's really such does. a judge the book by the cover. Speaking of judging the book by the cover, you'll understand that later. Today we're doing Matilda. No, we're not. Today. 
Today we're doing The Witches by Roald Dahl, um, which apparently is a movie. I've never seen what? the movie. What? Never yeah. seen the movie. I've never seen that movie. It is. I okay. think I saw it, and then it was one of those many things that gave me nightmares as a child. Yeah, a lot of people talk about the movie in these reviews. I never saw the movie, so you know, as you know, I'm totally qualified to talk about them talking about it. The Witches movie. Did you read the book or oh, yeah. watch the movie first? Definitely the book. Yeah, same. I fucking love that book. I I love Roald Dahl. I read that book when I was eight and I was on a holiday and I remember that there was a cupboard in my room that would never quite shut. Like, oh, that's not good. And it wasn't good. It was, it was a hard time. I didn't sleep for like two weeks. Rowan Atkinson's in it. I do remember that. To counter that, you have to read The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Yeah, Because then the worst that's coming out there is a big fucking lion. <laughs> or a weird, a weird goat man who yeah. plays the piccolo. Or another witch. What a weird film. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird book. This is true. You can see how he moved on to Split, can't you? Did After he? that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for a second you meant C.S. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> My brain jumped straight to that as well. Oh, God. No, I meant um, The Fawn Man, James McAvoy. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. It's, yeah. the, it's the penultimate episode. It's the penultimate it's episode. The witches. One. Now, ex- so... <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. No, I just think we should just say thanks to everyone for listening so far. Yeah, and thanks to all our, our special guests as well. You know, Gemini Smithens, Pierre Steinke, yeah. Grog. Couldn't believe we got Grog. <laughs> Too bad about George. What an asshole, am I right? But um, no, thanks to everyone who's listened. Thank you, everyone who's listened. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been more people than we thought would listen. Absolutely. I, me anyway, you know. To a certain point, I can only hit refresh so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it actually doesn't count them beyond... Not that I see. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah, no, it's, it's been great. It's a strange thing that there's people who spend their commute with us and people who... Yeah, at this point, strangers have listened to it. Yeah, Which exactly. is great. Like, a significant amount of our friends, not so much our families, have listened to them. They're too close to us. They're too close to us, yeah. Um, but definitely our friends have listened to it and they've told their friends. But yes. we can see, like, on the... If any of you know how SoundCloud works um, for creators, you can see, like, the kind of countries and cities and if you're signed in SoundCloud. And like, there's some of them in Vietnam and Peru and- Yeah, like, shout out to our Vietnam demographic, by the way. yeah. You know. <laughs> also to- um, Good job in the war. All of the people in Connecticut that have listened. I don't know why there were so many of you at one point, but hello, people from Connecticut. I like people And everyone along the East Coast of the States. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> East Coasters. I feel like, you know, Connecticut is like the Drada to Dundalk of New York. No, Connecticut's like really posh. Oh well, yeah. then, oh, well, then, all right. It's no. like boat clubs. Yeah. All right, well, then Connecticut's the Dundalk. And, <laughs> and New York is the drive. Yeah. Okay. That's how it works. All right. There's no one listening in New York anyway, so insult them yeah, all you want. Fuck New York. Right? <laughs> They'd agree. They'd be like, oh, New York sucks. Probably. But it does. <laughs> but thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it, like, a little bit too much for something that really has no bearing on anything. But thank you. There's something very satisfying about creating anything. And coming to the close of a season of this has been incredibly rewarding and seeing people actually listen to it is just the cherry on top and we really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for telling your family and friends and other people about it. It's it's curious that you're spending time with us and we haven't the foggiest idea of where you are, who you are or what you're doing. Yeah, it's kinda but you can tell us. I mean we won't stalk you. It's kinda of vulnerable. Speak for yourself. <laughs> she's gonna be out of work in an episode, so she's gonna have to find new new this jobs. Trip, this is true. These people are used to the sound of your voice. Yeah, this is true. It is weird to think that somebody who I've never heard speak has heard, like, hours of us if they want. Yeah. God, you fucking perverts. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, you know when you fall asleep listening to a podcast and you wake up because someone's laughing? Imagine someone's woken up, like, just to hearing me just absolutely scream laughing. Oh, my God, or playing the tin whistle now soon. Whistle. Yeah. Wow. Please use your sleep timers on the podcast app. Don't you, you, you don't want to wake up to that sound. You don't want any no. of us in your dreams. But if we, we are in your dreams, can you tell us what we look like and what we're doing? <laughs> Someone told me in work the other day they had a dream that I was getting married. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. It was in Brighton and it was, apparently Ooh. it was a real hipster wedding. Like there was people playing ping pong and drinking craft beer. And <laughs> Dude, I was that like, sounds fucking cool. That was probably us. We were playing ping pong. Yeah. Really? Maybe yeah. you were napping while that was happening. We played ping pong no, the other day. Oh, dream. you didn't have Someone that dream. Someone had that did. dream about me and then... Were we playing ping pong in their dream? It was, he doesn't know you exist. That's okay. I'll ask him, okay? Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. That's <laughs> okay. He we will. Can still be in his dream. <laughs> Which is such a cool... Now every time I see him, I go, is my marriage okay? <laughs> <laughs> All of my dreams that are in any way connected to work are just me doing really mundane tasks that I would do in work. Like, yeah, they're never yeah, exciting. Yeah, same, yeah. It's, just, it's just like me dreaming about like the most mundane day in work possible. Like nothing happens. No one talks to me and I'm just... A buddy of mine tasks. I used to work with 
used to dream that we'd be at work together, just working. Just and like, working. And like, why Not do you even, talking. Why do you even go to sleep? You just work in your sleep. <laughs> you just stay up for fuck's sake. That's the most boring dream I've ever heard in my life. And it was a recurring one. Oh, my, no. my stress dreams are of when I used to work in retail, when I would be at the till and someone would come up and then the till wouldn't work. And then I'd have to find the person who could fix the till. And it would be like this thing where someone would go, I saw them over here and I'd run all the way around the building. Yeah. So I'd find the person that could fix the till and I'd wake up like cold sweating. <laughs> so we're doing the witches. Um, <clears throat> can you guess the top two demographics that our reviewers tonight fall into? Wiccans? Yes. Are you serious? That's one of the wow. two. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you've got, we've got a lot of reviews from Wiccans. Exterminators. Children. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of you was on the ball. It's like that vine. What's worse than a rapist? A child. No. It's like a child rapist. <laughs> oh, God. Um, child exterminators? <laughs> yeah, Wiccans yeah, and yeah, child yeah, exterminators. Yeah. Wiccan, Wiccans and childers. How did they get it that wrong, the Wiccans? Which is what witches oh, are, aren't they? Oh, boy. Yeah, that, that's what... In the books, they're exterminating children. Or they are. No, they are. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember that well. Oh, yeah, they have this plan to, like, kill all the children ever. That's okay. why they turn them all into rats. That's what they're doing to them. Yeah, not killing them, oh, sorry. Because yeah. everyone wants to kill the rats. Yeah. Awesome. So it's so, like they're not actually going out and killing children. They're being a lot more, like, I don't know. Yeah, so buckle in, guys, for um, <clears throat> some poorly phrased children reviews. And nasty toes. Some angry hexes by real-life Wiccans. And a healthy dose of anti-Semitism thrown in for spice. Our first review gives it five stars. He titles that review, Five Stars. I know you like that. Mm. I'm pointing at Alison. And this came uh, on September 2nd, 2014. So the day before I turned 19. Well, I'm so young. September 2nd. No, sorry. The day before I turned 18. That's my dead bird's birthday. Oh, great. Fantastic. <laughs> what I tell you about a two-week buffer before and after my birthday? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Tell your bird to stay alive longer next. And this reviewer says, nice. All right, next review. Is that it? Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Um, all right, yeah, so I, I thought before we got into the One Star Brigade by Real Life Witches, um, I'd give you, <laughs> I swear to God, like, first of all, who, what? Like, I was reading the reviews, and, like, I came across one of them, and I'm like, haha, that's funny, that's a joke. There's, like, a lot of them. There's too many of them. A lot of Wiccans. A lot of Wiccans and stuff. But this is a review, four stars, and, uh, and this lady, she says, this witch isn't offended. <laughs> okay. Right. And she says, I was first introduced to this book via the movie, which I adored as a kid, and still do. I enjoyed the book, though I did feel that the movie was better developed. That may be personal bias, as I've never seen any of Dal's books as vividly as directors do. That's kind of that's kind of a self burn. I mean, like believe in your own imagination a little yeah, more. Yeah. Jesus Christ, you're a witch! Like, yeah. you know? what are you saying about witchcraft? That's not real. They got to be creative, is what I'm thinking. You know, because, because they're making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Still, Halloween has always been my favourite holiday, and I always dressed as the stereotypical witch with a ward on her nose and green skin. Green skin isn't stereotypical, is it? Yeah. I guess yeah, so, it Wizard is. of Oz, yeah. yeah. It, I just think Shrek, every time. <laughs> and this book, as well as the movie, has a special spot in my heart. This book is slammed by a lot by quite a few Wiccans, who are upset over this book's portrayal of witches and witchcraft, claiming that it is derogatory to, quote, real witches. Dal never, at any time, alludes to any neo-pagan religion. He clearly stays within the confines of century-old stereotypes regarding Halloween witches, which in my opinion fall into the same realm as vampires and lycanthropes. These witches turn two boys into mice. Clearly not a real-life scenario. <laughs> this book is beyond a doubt fiction. People need to stop being so uptight. And this is coming from an eclectic pagan. There you go. There we have it. What do they do if they're not turning boys into masses? What do mice do if they're well, not? No, what do witches... Yeah. What? <laughs> what do boys do? Now I'm confused. Yeah, I... I I what know. do boys do if they're not mice? They're men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she she really kind of rides the line between going, come on, guys, I'm a practical real witch and also being a witch. You know, yeah, so yeah. I'm, I just don't know. I don't know. It's a bit anachronistic to me, but you could read that review first and go, ha, 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 and not know the shitstorm that's waiting for you in the one-star reviews. Alistair Crowley would love this, you know? <laughs> well, like, what's weird is that, like, I, I would have taken this far less seriously if I hadn't read an article in, like, The New Yorker a couple of weeks... I'm such a prick saying that sentence. I feel like yeah. such a liar. But I read, like, a, like a... You have to say The New Yorker. The New Yorker. Yeah, that really drags yeah. it down. <laughs> the New Yorker. 
um, <laughs> about witches, modern day witches. And like it was a photographer went around and photographed all these people who believed that they're witches. You know, this is like a way of life for some people. Mm. It's mm. bizarre. It's really interesting, actually. On Instagram, you know how you get those ads that are like tailored like, to you? To what you. are you getting? I keep getting ads for for courses in Celtic shamanism. <laughs> that's, that's, you are perfect for that. You'd actually do well on that. But the problem is I keep clicking into them. So I'm like... <laughs> it's a self-defeating cycle. It's, it's too like intriguing a thing not Amazon to click on. Your Amazon algorithm is already fucked, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but then did you see the, like my Facebook one? Keep suggesting like things for um, weaving with alpaca fur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like... But then I do click into them, so it's just... That one's on you. It's just yeah. getting worse. They, I feel like they should know that you're not going to weave at alpaca fur, though, as a vegan. Like, that's on... Like, are, are they alive? Like, how does it work? Are you, you only... Do you, you only braid the alpacas? <laughs> I'm going to give you sick cornrows alpaca, and they just spit in your face. And you're like, oh, fuck. I could have picked any animal. Yeah. But all my suggested events are kind of like... They're all kind of like along that line. A lot of bird-watching ones. Mm. <laughs> But I do always click interested or going, so... Well, yeah, they just look at your search history. I, I, I can only blame myself. They're like, ravens! Your events game, like on Facebook, is strong. Yeah. It is very strong. I'm, I'm aiming like, to be like you. The weird thing is that I only go on Facebook like, literally every second or third day. My God. Like, I don't... Oh my well, well, compared, Someone tell Zuckerberg! But compared to... <laughs> I feel like compared to the, no, for sure. the average millennial, that's like significantly less. The average mammal? Millennial. Millennial. <laughs> like, I've got days... mammal, it's significantly more. I've yeah. got days without opening Messenger. Mm. Well, that is, that is unusual. Not. It's because yeah. I don't I'd almost the consider apps. Messenger a separate entity. Yeah, yeah. but um, I don't have the apps for either anymore. Right. I deleted them. Then well, I, actually, I just downloaded Messenger today because I needed to message you guys. Cool. But, I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just deleted them. I interrupted you. That's all right. That's fine. I shouldn't have spoken. You were still talking. And I'll pack this for fuck's sake. <laughs> is that like our like transition you know like it's a sitcom alright fair it feels like it feels like like you're having like some kind of um, I don't know seance like, are you about to make fun of Wiccans because <laughs> I'll have you know I actually lost my it was own a train mistake. of thought it was a mistake to give you the instrument really I should have known that I'm, you know I fiddle with things you anyway. with your janglies I should have known giving you an actual instrument was it yeah I just like I'm like fuck no I left her with the drums and you're just like the whole way through Okay, go. This next review comes one day before Valentine's Day last Ooh. year. Yeah. Well, you know what he got after Valentine's Day? She, how dare you? For one? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, see? Five stars, the magic <laughs> formula of reading. First, I wasn't interested in the book by its cover. <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> so I kept avoiding the book. Then I saw that one of my friend was reading the book. So I asked her, that, how is the book? Okay. She told me, it's incredible. So I borrowed the book from her for a few days. <laughs> I started reading it. And believe me, I finished the book in a day. So please... Don't judge the book by its cover. I really cover. don't believe her, by the way. She's writing. Yeah. I took her all day to write that. <laughs> Please don't judge the book by its cover. I know it's not one of the good covers, but as I said, don't judge. She's <laughs> <laughs> really stressing now. Don't learn from my mistakes. <laughs> it's not like there's a proverb or anything yeah. for her exact scenario here. God uh, help her. You know? When I'm away, I often burn a fire in someone else's house. But I have to say, when I get home, there's no fire like your own fire. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, Neil and Tinton, where was I going there. with this? <laughs> this is the second time we've quoted Jean Shanagos on this. Yeah. And it won't be the, the last. The same one as well. Oh shit, we gotta, we gotta I don't, up I don't our know game. Two smile Latin a hipra. Berle klishtish far. No, that means broken English is better. <laughs> <laughs> broken um, English is good. Chucky Arlo. Gail Okay, well, I was going for a real one, but you're just... <laughs> oh, Our God. political views are not uh, told on this podcast. We uh, are... <laughs> now that you've said that, Jerry Adams is crying. He was like, I found our... I found our... Adams. <laughs> I found our flagship podcast. We reached the youth. Welcome back to Jerry Adams. That'll be the name of his podcast. He's Welcome back to Jerry himself. Adams. <laughs> yeah. Um, he has so many teeth in his mouth. So many. Welcome back to wasted tricolors. Does he still? Is he still an active user of Snapchat? Yep. Oh, I forgot. I don't use Snapchat anymore. No, I don't have it anymore. Oh no! Somebody sends me them. Like a lot of people in Docker, because <laughs> he's our constituent. Like he's. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm not going to talk about Sinn Fein it's on this. Like, I'll like actually how, get mad. It's like how Daniel O'Donnell is like the darling of Irish Facebook. Jerry Adams is the darling of Irish Snapchat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like my friend always sends me. The other way, um, he has like a 
Daniel Donald has like a state of the union address at Christmas, you know, and he's like standing in front of a Christmas tree and he waits for ages and he goes, <laughs> Yeah. Hey guys, just wanted to say <laughs> Happy Christmas. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine a duet Christmas address between him and like the Queen? No. Alright, moving on. <laughs> Five stars. Best writer ever. Can I pause? Yes. What was the cover of The Witches? What year did she write that review? It's Quentin Blake's cover. Um, so it's the purple I, one? I assume it's... I think you don't know because it's like amalgamated what all versions. That was this year. Then it's the purple one. Yeah, it's the Quentin Blake one. The purple yeah. one with the witch with the gloves on her. Yeah. You know... That's a fine Anybody cover. who shits on Quentin Blake's like illustrations is wrong. Yeah. Um, full stop. Full stop. But I like, the, I like that she had to learn the hard way. To yeah. not judge yeah. the cover. You know he's the only person to illustrate a Dr. Seuss um, picture book that isn't Dr. Seuss. I did know that. Yeah, and it's for, what is it? Um, it's A Good Day for Up. Yeah, now he does the David Williams books. That's Tony Ross. Is it? Yeah, they look exactly the same. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, not exactly the same, but I'm re- I thought it was David Williams, because David Williams is trying so hard to be Rodell. Wow. No, it's Tony Ross. That's amazing. Mm. They do look exactly they like do I thought he so did them. Same. I was wrong today. You were wrong today. Do you know Quentin Blake is 86? That's old. I well, I still would. <laughs> Draw me like one of your covers. It's strange, I, was only re- I didn't know you were doing this, and I only read um, his Wikipedia article today after seeing a good day for up. Wow! So yeah, I'm yeah. the Quentin. You're ready to go. Tonight. You are yeah. ready to go. This next one is another five star, and it says best writer ever. This one's kind of written like a haiku. Okay, we've got three lines separated and broken at random places. Nice Ruby core. Here we go. No caps. No caps here. A lot of exclamation marks. He brings <laughs> the biggest imagination to my life. <laughs> beautiful sentence yeah. really evocative no caps I have to read at least two pages because he is the best writer <laughs> what does that mean new line at least two pages I have to read at least yeah. two pages <laughs> raise one like fuck this shit and, like, imagine how many they, they read for the worst writer if like, there yeah. happens two <laughs> new line I love him oh I love isn't it. that beautiful that is oh. beautiful here's one from a customer always love a good it. one yeah. our favourite one this is from May 11th, 1999, back when Amazon Aww. was just books, okay? And it's five stars. And this is back when people didn't really know how the internet worked, so it's in all caps. Oh, of course. Great book is the title. A really thrilling book. I really enjoy the part where he turned into a mouse. I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd commend it once, but I would also recommend it. It was good. The way it's spe- It was good. The way it's spelled is like, I recamed it. What? Like R R E. Instead of recommend, it's like recommend. It's R E C A M E N D. Recommend. Recommend. What's the capital of Iceland? Recommend. <laughs> <laughs> no one found that helpful. Which my geography quote or? <laughs> no, that, that was, now we get into some weird territory. All right, five stars. But what's the real conspiracy? Brackets. You'll never wait, guess. Wait, 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 wait. We need like a do do do. But what's the real conspiracy? <laughs> You'll never guess. I know what you're thinking. What was the fake conspiracy? We're getting into that. Wait, what? He says, but no, what's my... the real conspiracy? Oh, I'm too tired for this. Mm, same. So that implies that there's there's, there's a, a conspiracy. Conspir- but that means that it's if it's a fake conspiracy, it's still a conspiracy. You no, can't you can't have a fake and true conspiracy because they're both conspiracies. Well, well, he's arguing first of all that the current conspiracy that exists that yeah. I didn't know about is wrong, and he has an even deeper one. But there's a conspiracy theory then surrounding that as to why it's a fake conspiracy theory. So this is like a like a like an infinite number squared situation. Yes, exactly. Well, don't worry, we get all into it here. This is like the Finnegan's Wake of reviews. Okay, this thing, you know, it's, it's, if a conspiracy is true then it's just a fact actually yeah <laughs> you really simplified this yeah. but what's the fact doesn't it's sound like, as good it, that's like if, if Lan O'Brien's published that joke just make it three books <laughs> don't bother what about swimming what about birds what about plurals um, <laughs> and you'll never guess he starts with and which I always hate mm-hmm. it's like I've been talking to for nine years and you'll never guess where I found out about this book okay I confess I'm gonna do a voice for this one okay I was reading at an internet hate site where a blog commenter gave his theory about the real reason why Rodal's book The Witches is persecuted. He said that the book has been banned and panned because... I love that. <laughs> because, although, because although it's not a very good analogy of witches, it is a spot-on perfect analogy of the Jewish conspiracy against oh our civilization, gosh. including the alleged Jewish hatred of our children. Blah, blah, blah. Talks about the banks, ritual Whoa. abortion, wise and learned doctors, commemorating robes, the counterfeit machine, national banks, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Muhammad Buddha wow, Jesus. Oh Jesus Christ he spells Hindu with two O's that's oh that's never a good elephant thing. god with a trunk all hyphenated mm. I could go on he, he really did go on 
But I'd rather leave it to you to do your own research about the alleged Jewish conspiracy against Jeez. the civilization. Which you can do simply by going to Google and typing in the search phrase, Jewish conspiracy. That's next level journalism right oh there. He's gosh. like, pro tip. You want to learn about the Jewish conspiracy? <laughs> Google Jewish conspiracy. Read the Wikipedia article. <laughs> and I'll level with you. It really does seem to fit in some cases. However, I do not think the Witches by Rodell is meant to be taken as an analogy of the alleged Jewish war on our civilization. Because there are too many inconsistencies. As you'll notice, if you do the research I've recommended about Again, Googling. Yes. <laughs> Rather than name... Oh, no, he keeps going on about it. I will close by informing you about the nature of the real conspiracy behind Rodal's book, The oh Witches. In a word, shoes. Not Jews, shoes. Shoes. That's right. Rodal took money from the international shoe manufacturers and from several organized groups of podiatrists <laughs> to, discourage, <laughs> to discourage women's use of sensible shoes. The type of shoes that tend to liberate our better halves by enabling their free and unencumbered locomotion and perambulation to and from wherever it is they want to go. Instead, Dal, or Dal's, quote, unseen superiors, would have modern women shun sensible shoes and cram their tender tootsies into much more expensive and high-fashion shoes. Shoes with dangerous and dizzyingly high heels. Shoes with (laughs) pointed, foot-crippling toes. Shoes dreamed up and designed by male fashion designers, who are often, this is in brackets, who are often women-hating homosexuals, and it is to be admitted, are sometimes even Jewish. He's insane. Thus, perhaps Rodal's book, The Witches, may actually deserve banning, because it certainly is a misogynistic piece of anti-women propaganda aimed at crippling women by coaxing them into expensive, harmful, unnaturally formed shoes and emptying their husband's bank account to boot. Pun intended. <laughs> who does he think that this this book is aimed at, though? Like, it's a readership book. is. <laughs> it's, the, it's the great shoeish conspiracy. Uh, an eleven-year-old boy is gonna read this and be like, "I must go." Mom, <laughs> Be that as it may, this this is one book that you must read for yourself and decide about for yourself. And don't forget to do your own research about the alleged Jewish plot. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, think for yourself about that as well. I just want to circle back to that briefly in case you missed it. Like, that's what he's kind of doing here. And don't judge, don't just take the word of the criminal ADL. What's the ADL? Haven't the foggiest. And the allegedly Jewish-controlled media. I love that he threw in allegedly there as if he's not already going to be sued. Yeah. As for pagans and those who follow the old ways, this book appears to be against them as well. Because pagans in their ever-increasing numbers in our society are, as anyone knows, into sandals and Birkenstocks. Yeah. Totally. Thus concludes the weirdest review I've ever read. I don't mm-hmm. know. This is a bit like Bob Honey. I don't know what he's pro. There's too many. There's <laughs> oh, yeah. too many levels of crazy that I can't tell what's satire and what's genuine because mm. he circles back to the Jewish thing a few two times too many. Yeah. You know, strongly urging us to do our research, to pull out our magnifying glasses and Google Jew. What's, <laughs> Jew- what's the shoe thing? Does Roldell talk about see, shoes? No, a lot? see, see, witches in the witches have no toes. So, oh, okay. so they what they do is they they wear um, they they get really sore wearing shoes, so they often wear bigger shoes. But they they have to wear I like high heels. So, so it's a way to spot um, a witch is that they look uncomfortable in high heels. Ah, okay. Now that to me doesn't promote high heels. It really doesn't. No, but is he? So he's <laughs> sorry. I'm kind of malfunctioning. So he's saying that the witches is. Anti-feminist because it's promoting high heels, or is that it's yeah? Rodal got paid off by the shoe manufacturers and podiatrists to put women in high heels, so they have more business, and they're Jewish. I don't think as, as a six-year-old, really I would have the witches read to me and go, "Now is the day to become a woman. Take me to Macy's." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta prove to the world that I have toes. Yeah, <laughs> there was like two comments. They're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And like, You're a moron. Like those were like the replies. <laughs> so I'm glad that like even the internet was like, "Nope, <laughs> not dealing with that." I don't. Un- I just don't understand. Still, the most egregious part is that he started with the word "and" to me. Like that just immediately <laughs> pissed me off. It's like I would have. I would have listened to your whole anti-Semitic thing if not for that. You know, I wouldn't have. <laughs> now we move on to the liars. No. <laughs> Now we move on to the one-star reviews. From? Father Ted. Oh, was, yeah. <laughs> One star. Long story short, it sucks. Frowny face. Oh. This Aww. is from May 6, 2018. This is another haiku-style one. Just read it for yourself. For, uh, what's that face where it's like a slash and then the eyes? It's like, meh. Oh, uh, yeah. I Just read it for yourself. Mm. P.S. I had to put up this words because it won't let me post this if I don't put more than 20 words. Also, I like bananas. Winky uh, no, face. that's not true. Firstly, it's not true. <laughs> but... 
Thanks. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been able to get that review that was like. Yeah, the nice. amount of reviews that are not. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted to get in there. They like bananas. Also, like bananas. Paragraph indentation, winky face. But I don't know anything about not ordered is less than 20 words. Yeah, there's Someone so many reviews it. that are less than 20 words. You're right. They just want to express that they like bananas. Yeah. Is that so wrong, Alison? Is that so <laughs> I'm wrong? sorry. Do not let them have this. Jesus. Uh, the potassium police are out in full force. Yeah. <laughs> Some people had the usual problem where they didn't get a quality version of the book that they ordered. There was a ton of them. I just included my favorite one of those. This is the one star. Missing chapters out of the book. Don't bother purchasing this bookleg level publication. I think he means bootleg. Bootleg? Yeah. Seriously miffed at this publication. Do not order book. Is missing several chapters and has duplicate chapters. This is some bull hockey. (laughs) (laughs) I got this book for my seven-year-old as she loves to read and enjoy the movie with me. Imagine her disappointment when she noticed missing chapters. Angry face. Not to mention this was supposed to be a part of summer reading. Now I have to find something new. Oh, it's not like he has the entire, like, the, <laughs> the, the eggs of Roald Dahl. There's a lot of eggs of Roald Dahl. This is like 80s kid in detention, whining. Yeah. He's like, God, some bull hockey. You didn't no. find a new book. God. <laughs> Nobody got the eggs songs. thing. No. The eggs I got the eggs. No. Because couldn't say the oeuvre. Oh, jeez. And then Kiva yeah. said the eggs. The eggs. Yeah. I caught that. I don't listen to our puck. <laughs> <laughs> there was a fair few um, of our good old Mormon friends again as well, you know, kind of... Cru- oh, our friends cru- the Mormons. Crusading because this book was too scary and inappropriate for kids, you know? Of course. Uh, Everything rolled out is scary, but I don't... Kids are just so sheltered with their books sometimes that so you're like, let them read things. Yeah, a lot of And the, have an opinion. Yeah, a lot of the five stars were all like, you know, he's great because he actually treats them with like a degree of not like coddling them and like, yeah. actual fear. Yeah. Now, all my favorite books when I was a kid, like Darren Shan and you know kids love that shit I love horror like all oh, my favourite yeah. books as kids were horror same you know we're freaks but still my favourite Roldal was the revolting rhymes because there's the word slut in the Cinderella poem is there yeah and then what was the other one Oh, the 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 red right. It's like yeah, it's her like eyelid flick. Her eyelid prince. flickers. She whipped a pistol from oh, her knickers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> love that one. But the prince one in the Cinderella one, he comes in and like chops the heads off all the Yogi stepsisters. Brutal. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Cosmin yeah. really They're those. brilliant. I loved those. What was your favorite Rodal overall then? Uh, my favorite Rodal overall is oh god, I think it has to be Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for me. Ah uh, yes. Um. Other ones I love are Fantastic Mr. Fox. The Twits I love. Yes. Giraffe, the Pelly and Me I loved. Mm. Uh, George's Marvelous Medicine. Um, James and the Giant Peach. I was about to say I'm waiting for them to overlap with mine. (laughs) Matilda. All of them basically. But my real actual favourite books he wrote were Boy and Going Solo. I've never read them. They're amazing. They're amazing. They're just like autobiographies from someone who doesn't care about facts. And just wants to tell a good story. Like, he just makes up shit nonstop. There's a, there's a Patrick Ness book, I think it's called Things About Which I Know Nothing. I think he just does that as well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it, though. Man. Like, he never, like, in a single line, sacrifices a good story for the truth. Okay. <laughs> it's just brilliant. So we, we had a lot of parents who just thought this was just so inappropriate for kids, you mm, know. Of course. There. So, no thanks, one star. And this is from 2017, right? This is in the 90s, you know. This is post 9-11. It's a dark world we live in, all right? <laughs> Kids need to be aware of things. Cannot stand this story. Creepy and inappropriate. The first part of the story goes into detail about horribly, how horribly vile children are. I couldn't believe it. Has she never met a child? <laughs> I turned it off that. and returned it. It's, she got turned the CD. She got oh, the CD. <laughs> she got the plastic comb version. Uh, two people replied. One of them was called uh, Hope. Uh, and, and they said, thank you for your review. I was wondering where to get this from my child, but your review encouraged me not to. And then the other person went, lol, you just made me want to read it. So there's your two, like, <laughs> devil and angel on the shoulder of yeah. this person. God bless. Here's another great review, another classic one. This is one star, titled One Star. Uh, and it's Smock, Smoke, Smock. <laughs> I just... Format Kindle edition. <laughs> right. Smock is in the dress. Yeah. Okay. Smoke is in the substance. Yeah. And Smock is in the dress. Okay. Moving on. If what what, what? that no, was it? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what what does anything happen in the witches? I can't remember it at all now that With smock smoke smock, no. Do they burn their dresses or anything? Um The 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 granny smokes a lot, doesn't she? Yeah, she smokes cigars. It's not terribly anti feminist, but I wouldn't call it feminist either. Uh, I wouldn't call anything Roldal wrote feminist. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, the Danny granny's Ch- an amazing character. Danny Champion of the world is like That's my least favourite Rodal. That is my favourite. That's fa- your favourite, isn't favorite, it? Yeah. yeah. That's my least favourite. 
Really? I don't like it at all. It doesn't feel like a Rodal book to me. I don't think I have a favorite. I do love The Enormous Crocodile. That's a great one, too. And the one with the tortoises. SEO Trot. Yeah, that was my first... I think it's because when I was... You have to buy me a Coke. No. You're the one who spoke. Now you have to buy me a Coke. Or I get to beat the crap out of you. We're both speaking. (laughs) I jinxed you. When I was a kid, there was this Greek lady that used to babysit me, and she had tortoises. And she was like one of the last people... How has this never come up? (laughs) She had loads of tortoises and she was one of the last people in the UK that was allowed them because she had them. What? 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 Because they were banned. You weren't allowed to keep them as pets anymore because it was cruel. Is that why or you like, just eat lettuce now? Yeah. <laughs> you were babysat by someone who treated you like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> she actually didn't. She fed me pasta in the shape of stars. Oh, happy ending. Know. And gave me Slovenian families. But she used to also give me loads of tortoise eggs from wherever her tortoises had eggs. So like they go into high, we used to put them in a cardboard box and, mm. and put in those scrunched up newspaper for the for the winter. Okay. But she was like one of the only people in the UK that was allowed them because she'd had them for so long. Yeah. They were like, it's no point taking them off her. Yeah. Um, but she used to give me their eggs and I used to hide them in the airing cupboards so they'd get warm and hatch. <laughs> my mom used to smash like, but then I'd forget. Yeah. And then my mom would like smash rotten, rotten tortoise eggs all over. The, like they wouldn't hatch. You um, just said they would. Well, I thought they would because I was like three. Oh, so you literally just would like litter it eggs <laughs> in the infrastructure of your house yeah, basically. you're like the worst kid mm. do you live there anymore I that was in England okay yeah you just had to abandon that house altogether the yeah, overwhelming yeah. smell of the tortoise you left egg. the country that was it uh, yeah the easy books always reminded me of that I liked it you could okay. do it when them grabby things you know which grabby what? things in Esiotrot the way he has the um Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the dinosaur head that we want to use for for rock climbing. Yes, yes, what? exactly. Because see, you know, we like, like when you're go rock on, climbing. Explain this, Kevin. Yeah, there's, there's yeah. sometimes when I'm, I feel like I'm missing <laughs> out when I don't go rock climbing with you guys. This isn't one of those times. <laughs> <laughs> see, there's certain times like some. Okay, basically, when you're climbing, there's like these like two little spots by the first handholds, and I'm so short that sometimes I can't even reach the first handhold, mm-hmm. so I have to like jump. To get to like the beginning part, yeah, you on have to you have yeah. to start on a certain pair of rocks, and sometimes they're too high up for Kiva to even begin the, the wall. Yeah, so I said I'm gonna start bringing like you know those those like claw things with like dinosaur heads yeah. on them. I'm gonna start bringing those and then climb with those. Okay. I just yeah. love you brought like ice picks and just slammed them into the wall, <laughs> like your man from Mulan when he goes up the the big pole. Yeah. He yeah. Does the <laughs> it's like okay, buddy. <laughs> this next uh, review is from a child. And he has a couple of issues. Sorry, I'm coughing. It's all right. He has a couple of issues with kind of the plot holes and logic. You know, he raises some good points. I want to hear what you guys think. Oh, God. If he wants to record the logic of a Roald Dahl book, we'll be here until 2045. (laughs) He also starts it like I started every Irish essay ever. It was all a dream. It was a cold winter day. Oh, God. Winter day, not winter's day. (laughs) It was a cold winter day. Winter day. The day between Wednesday and Friday. Winter day. It was the day our teacher started reading us The Witches, a popular book by Rodal. A few days later, I bought it and started reading. I would call this, next to the BFG, Rodal's worst book. <gasps> Controversial. Also, oh. BFG is a good book. Yeah, excellent. Not my favourite, but enjoyable. It's a good one, yeah. Definitely not worst. First of all, how could they kill every kid in the world? Well, there was only 85 of them, in England at least. <laughs> first, there's only 85 witches. How could they kill all the children in England? That's crazy to think I thought you meant there were 85 children yeah, in same. England. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 like, no, no, witches. Precisely. Those witches. They <laughs> killed the rest. <laughs> I feel like 85 witches could do a, they could fuck they could shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Damage if you wanted to. I mean, you got to think about the logistics. Sure, it's going to be tricky. I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but I don't think it's impossible. 82 of anything could do a lot of damage. 85 even. It's 85! Secondly, we never find out our hero's name. Not even his parents or grandmama. And he says, thirdly, a mouse? Stupid. He just dismisses that one out of hand. Doesn't like mice, apparently. If you want real Dal, he's a hipster. He's a Dal hipster. I thought he was talking about, like, Indian-style curry. Lentils. I was like, where are we going with this? Not mice. Lentils. If you want real Dal, read the books that most people call Dal's greatest. That's how... That's not how it. Sorry, just there's something really annoying about That's, this. How if can you, you want be a the best about popular yeah, things. If you want the best, read yeah. the majority. <laughs> um, James and the Giant Peach, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and Matilda, including the witches and the BFG. These are the only books that saw the silver screen. <laughs> it's the only like books that are made into movies. <laughs> uh, and one person replied, and they said. Rodal will never appeal to a literalist such as yourself. Let it go. <laughs> Which is so cold. 
And that came before Frozen, so they, they are owed a lot of money. This next review is another one star, uh, and it's titled Ew. And they say, one star because it sucks. Mm, okay, nice. Fair. I like that immediately you know the reasoning. One star because it sucks. No faffing about it, with Jewish conspiracy of, podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's sort of like um, a, cyclical, a cyclical statement though. One star because it sucks, because one star because it sucks, because one, you can keep going. It doesn't need the other half of the sentence. It is a beginning and end. It's an alpha and omega. That's why they stop there. Next review. It's an Ouroboros. Is that how you say it? Uh, that snake that's eating its own tail. Oh, maybe. On the shields and stuff. Yeah, I think, yeah. So. I think Ouroboros. Or sure. Or the, Ouroboros. Are the loops, you know, where you get like... <laughs> please, Father. Please, may Brother. I, <laughs> may I have some I loops? Crave some loop. Um, where you get like a strip of paper and you like put a fold in it. So oh, it never yeah. Ends. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about those. They yeah. were so good. They're so cool. Like the wee streamer mm. nods. Yeah. Nods, Next review is called Witches, and it's one star. And this is another kid's What's review. It for? It's for witches, and it's called Witches. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. It's I know, it's I tricky. Confused. Yeah, this is from 2005, so this kid is not a kid anymore. Unless they were like one. 2005. When they wrote it. Let's say they were born in 2000. That kid is 19 now. Holy shit. Wow. Going on 20. That's maybe. scary. Depends. You were 19? Going on 20. I still Fellas think kids. Will fall in line. <laughs> this is the second time we've sung that. I still think kids that are born like post two thousand are like seven. They're children. Yeah. 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 But they're not. They're like eighteen. I remember back in secondary school, I had like a mentor group. Like if you were a prefect, you got a mentor group, and mine were all when I was in sixth year. They were like all born in two thousand one or two thousand. They were all reading out like they're. I'm Mary. I was seventh of June two thousand and one. I was like, "How are you alive? The millennium was the cutoff point." For yeah, children. <laughs> no more humans were made. No, everyone was born in the nineteen hundreds, and that's it. And then Nokia came along, and now we're all sterile. Nokia, <laughs> the Italian treat. Nokia. <laughs> Nokia. What does shove Nokia up our ureters? I love how gnocchi is like the, a treat. It, well, when do you make gnocchi? I made gnocchi recently. I was in of Italy. Of you did. You could shape it like a puppet no, pop I, I was in Italy. This book features another pithy put-down from the same person who replied to the last review. That's a lot of P words. Pithy put-down from the person who... <laughs> Spat everywhere. <laughs> no. Um, you saying, ooh, you were playing his tin whistle a second ago. This is true. That's her but he whistle. boiled it first. That sounds weird. It's my tin whistle now. <laughs> so the kid said, the book, The Witches, and just going to fucking clean your ears out yeah. with some yeah. good, clean, honest reviews. <laughs> some good paganism. The book, The Witches by Rodal was not a very good book. You can, it was not very good. Yeah. Okay. It is about a grandma that loves to tell her grandson fairy tales, and one day he hears that witches are real. What will happen? The main characters are the Grand High Witch, Bruno, Boy, Boy's Grandma, and the Witches. This is like this is like the start of a play. <laughs> I did not like this book. If you like action adventure, don't read this book. I would rate this book a one on a scale of one to five. <laughs> There's something so beautifully literate about this. Yeah. Literal. And the same person replied as they did to the last one. Your quote unquote review of witches would have, was about as ridiculous as they come. Please cease reviewing books. <laughs> Why is this person taking our Stone job? Stone cold to, to children like. Oh no. But, like, as a kid, you have, like, really strong opinions on everything, you know? You yeah. have strong opinions on, like, what kind of carton your milk comes from, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, don't, yeah. don't shit on kids. They're don't just shit opinions. on kids. Don't shit on kids, <laughs> literally or figuratively. <laughs> Boy, does that go poorly. You speak from experience. Um, I, I, as, so, as a kid who was shit on, <laughs> it has affected me every day since. Good save. Good save, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> FBR, like, nice. Um... Your right. phone's ringing. What's, it's an unknown number. What you, <laughs> nine it's nine Jane nine. Zhang. <laughs> nine nine nine's calling you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. The witch gauntlet begins. Brace yourselves. Okay. I'm excited. Can, can we preface Let's this go. by saying that we have nothing against witches or Wiccans or whatever? Do. You do. You're fucking ridiculous. Okay. I think you're a witch. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. You can have nothing against them. That's fair. Okay. You, you do wanna, your thing. You want to believe... You want to be into paganism and all that stuff? That's cool. I'm, I'm down yeah. for that. Don't call yourself a witch. That's I think my, I'm a witch. Okay. But, like, no, I believe it for you. <laughs> I'm a druid. Yeah, yeah. druid for me is different, which is so stupid because it's not... 
Here we go. <laughs> One star, spreading hatred and prejudice. This is from 1999. Ooh, okay. that was okay. the height of um, witches. I'd actually take you more seriously if you were a witch in the 20th century than I would. <laughs> <laughs> so this one may be fair. This one kind of like, this one's like, all right, these people aren't getting it. This this came after a lot of the other reviews where people were just laughing at the witches. They're like, I've got, I've got to open these people's minds. I've got to contextualize, right? And they say, I can only imagine the outcry if every occurrence of witch in this book was replaced with Christian or Jew or Muslim. <laughs> Five comments, nine people found it helpful. The comments are... <laughs> every one of these sparks, like, an argument. So yeah. I'm going to skip over a lot of the arguments. Why is this spark? There's more debate here than it would be on, like, the reviews for, like, The Fifth Risk or Fire and Fury, you know? Yeah. Why is there so much debate here? I know. Here we go. Rubbish. This is from 1998. These people are... Rubbish. So, this is from so long ago. 98. Poor Jeff. What's his name? Bezos? Amazon? Bezos? I've, Bez- never, I've never said it out loud. Beaver? Jeff Beaver was dealing with this shit, like, in 98. He's like, which? What? <laughs> I just want to just... It's a children's book, you know? Can you imagine being him? Uh, and they say, as a Wiccan, a.k.a. witch, I find this book treatment... This book's treatment of real-life witches derogative, inflammatory. It's not a real... It's not a treatment of real-life witches. It's fiction-life <laughs> witches. It's fiction! Witches. And it's witches based off Norwegian folklore. Like, specifically. It's, it's Rodal taking Norwegian folklore like and, and, and doing a very specific style of like folk fairy tale like they never mentioned that anyway I'm actually getting mad I get mad <laughs> at these people I find this book's treatment of real life which is derogatory derogative derogative is that a word? no no inflammatory derogatory yeah the word. yeah and yeah there's derogatory and prerogative but you can't Perjurative. Do you know, if you had a derogatory prerogative it would be a derogative yeah it's almost like if they said like instead of inflammatory inflammative <laughs> Flammable. <laughs> Inflammatory, false, and ignorant. Witches are everyday people. Just like you, all caps. <laughs> witches hate children? Perhaps I should tell my son that. Checkmate, alright? Like, that is a fucking burn, that line. <laughs> I can't argue with that. The son's like, I fucking hate you. It's not that far, far removed from the truth. This book is just another way to make our children hate certain people because they are different. This is a very disturbing look at typical human arrogance. See, we've alienated these people because they're not human. And the others will come back to haunt us. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, let alone a child. Uh, And someone says, I resent that vampires have gotten such a bad rap over the years. First it was all, ooh, we seduce you in the middle of the night and drain your blood. Don't say we. No, Jennifer's a vampire. Yeah, yeah, she's replying to this person. She's, She's replying to this person. First it was all, ooh, we seduced you in the middle of the night and drain your blood and are in league with Satan. And then we got the, ooh, we're so dark and tortured and broody. And now we get the, ooh, we're so sparkly and angsty and sexy. Leave us alone. Oh, I hate when people think I'm sparkly and sexy. Oh, no. Seriously, person. You chose to call yourself after a fairy tale monster rather than a crafter, Wiccan, wise woman, whatever. If I went around calling myself a werewolf because I was a wolf-worshipping animist and then I got offended because popular culture sees werewolves as bloodthirsty animals, I would be making myself ridiculous, which is exactly what you're doing. So she doesn't actually think she's a vampire. She was just oh. ripping the piss out. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I was going to say, I was like, when is Jennifer's reply from, and has she seen what we do in the shadows? Yeah. <laughs> well, what's hilarious is that the original review happened in 98, and this review came 14 years later. Oh okay. Gosh. In 2012. This thread closed due to inactivity. <laughs> it's like, whoa, she's so lame, like, Trolling through Amazon reviews. Imagine getting it like you wouldn't from even fourteen get, years ago. You wouldn't like even get doing. an email to notify you. You'd get a letter, wouldn't you? <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> <himself. laughs> Jeff calls. Uh, someone else replied to it saying, "Do you get like this at Halloween too? You must be busy." <laughs> <laughs> Windy trees gives it two stars, ah, which is trees. really close to our podcast yeah. name. Mm. And they say not suitable. This had to be returned as the household it was intended for does not encourage the belief in witches. My fault. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ. <laughs> this book literally, they, it, you can't give it to witches. You can't give it to people who don't like the idea of witches. you got to give in it to people case, who believe the in them but aren't did witches. did you buy a book called The Witches? I but know. really, um, like conservative Christians don't like don't like to even read fantasy books. Nope. Really? I remember, yeah, I remember me and Kate having a discussion, like in the outback, sitting around a campfire, there was this girl that we'd been like chatting to, was on like, like we were camping with the past couple of days and then we realized she was like really really conservative Christian because we were talking about Harry Potter mm-hmm. and she was like oh I don't read that because um, because J.K. Rowling like she she was obviously like consorting with the devil that was a huge was thing like, like, like in like, the in the Bible about like pastors pushed hard to get mm, Harry Potter Harry Potter banned. was like a massive thing they wow. believed that, that was a big thing when it was published they believed yeah. that like J.K. Rowling kind of like um, there was book burnings like, invoked like really? dark mm. spirits 
Like, she couldn't have written the book unless she'd, ha- like, been influenced by Satan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because witchcraft is, like, satanic. And These people are yeah. real. Yeah. Um, apparently, it was banned somewhere as well because this person read it in college on a banned books course. And they, hint, and they hinted what something. What a cool course. Really, yeah. <laughs> really cool, yeah. Like, unbelievable. Um, but they hinted something in this review and then don't elaborate. And I'm just so desperately curious. Okay, Because the other guy talked too much yeah. about his conspiracy. But this one hits right. He goes, this book was read for a banned books course in college. And there are several small hints in this book that lean towards the idea of a genocide of a population. What? Interesting to read with these thoughts in mind. Now, <laughs> is that why it was banned? Because I that went over my head. Can you be childrenist? Genocide to children, is that what they're talking about? Like can you be like, can like you be whatever children? Can the you be child version of like Can you be a child racist? <laughs> is that what you're asking? No, not not a child racist because That's not, way too close to another phrase as well. Yeah, it is. Um, but um can you be like childist? Can you hate them with that kind of fervor? Yeah, there's actually um like not afraid of them, like genuinely detest them. I actually know of a child-hating community online. Oh, Michael. Of course you do. Of course you do. I'm not a part of it. I I came across this. It's on Reddit, actually. Like, there's a sub-community called Child Free. And originally, it was meant to be um, a place where people who were grown-ups who were happy to not have children could just hang out and talk about, like, you know, oh, it's great to, you know, to break from that, like, whole social norm. It turned into a child-hating sub-community so goddamn fast. They're just children. They hate them. So people do hate children. Well, then that feels like it's either the book for them or... Or there's some sort of genocide thing going on. Can you imagine, like, we reread it and there's, like, death to the Irish. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, yeah. whoa, missed that the first time around. Whoa, I just, you know. It's like, first it the children, too, then the potatoes. Too mice? Too mice. <laughs> but, like, Can you imagine? <laughs> first the children, then all mice. I wonder if you could, like, look at it as an allegory for mass genocide and how... That's it must be together and like it must be. I don't know. I feel like maybe they went to clown college though, and like they did not get their money's worth. What happened to the witches at the end? Do they get punished for what they did? Or they all get turned into mice? Well, then I kind of feel like it's not an allegory for any of those things. People who were mean are getting a taste of their own medicine. Wait, don't they get turned into mice? They do. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that seems appropriate. I don't know. I'm sure you could read it certain ways if you wanted to. You can read lots of books certain ways. Yeah. The point is, is the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and our last review is a classic on this podcast at this point. We've seen it in many forms. Um, but what I really love about this is the rating. You gave it three stars, all right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember ordering or receiving this book. Love it. What? Verified purchase. Still three stars, though, because, you know, I'm overall satisfied with my yeah. <laughs> experience. Just don't remember anything about it. What time was this? This post this summer. <laughs> so, uh-huh. like July was a drinking period for me. You know? like, I just don't remember. Can I read you guys just to finish my favorite? Okay, <laughs> I'm back. Okay. Can I can I finish by reading you guys my favorite quote from The Witches? Yes. Um, Ooh, so synchronized. Yeah. It's, it's maybe we would live together very well after all. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe in the end we just find harmony. Mm-hmm. This is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> this is must. This is like what the angels must have felt like being there at the Big Bang. <laughs> Oh my god, this is going to work out so well. <laughs> um, this paragraph... I'm still digesting it. This paragraph stuck with me my entire life ever since I read it. It's my favourite paragraph ever written. And it is... It's my hope that one day I could write something as unbelievably sad and, and beautiful as this. It's right at the end of the book. So, spoilers... <laughs> <laughs> for the witches I guess if you haven't read the witches read it yeah unless you're a clothes minded witch or a conspiracy theorist well the conspiracy theorists seem to get a lot out of it sorry yeah go yeah, for yeah. it if you're too if you either believe in witches too much or not enough don't read it if you gotta you, be in that spectrum yeah <laughs> that happy middle ground so um, the boy's been turned into a mouse and he's not turned back and, and you, there's no way to get him back and his granny's a witch hunter by the way they become witch hunters. Okay. It's a whole thing. Uh, and, and they're sitting there talking and by the fire. And, and he says to her, how long does a mouse live? And she says, ah, I've been waiting for you to ask me that. There was a silence. She sat there smoking away and gazing at the fire. Well, I said, how long do we live, us mice? I've been reading about mice, she said. I've been trying to find out everything I can about them. Go on then, Grandmama. Why don't you tell me? 
If you really want to know, she said, I'm afraid a mouse doesn't live for a very long time. How long, I asked. Well, an ordinary mouse only lives for about three years, she said. But you are not an ordinary mouse. You are a mouse person, and that is a very different matter. How different, I asked. How long does a mouse person live? Longer, she said. Much longer. A mouse person will almost certainly live for three times as long as an ordinary mouse. About nine years. Good, I cried. That's great. It's the best news I've ever had. Why do you say that, she asked, surprised. Because I would never want to live longer than you, I said. I couldn't stand being looked after by anybody else. There was a short silence. She had a way of fondling me behind the ears with the tip of one finger. It felt lovely. How old are you, Grandmama? I asked. I'm 86, she said. Will you live another eight or nine years? I might, she said, with a bit of luck. You've got to, I said, because by then I'll be a very old mouse, and you'll be a very old grandmother, and soon after that we'll both die together. That would be perfect, she said. Aww. And that's how the book ends. I remember that quote so vividly now that yeah. you read it. Yeah, that's so sweet. I remember being so upset by that, though, yes. as a kid. Like, Isn't it an incredible choice to end it on that? Mm. Yeah. But also just so beautiful. Yeah. I think when I was a kid, it was like one of the first like books that I read that like made me really aware of death. Yes. Yeah. So I think when you're a kid, that's such a hard concept to grasp. It's, a, it's a feature in a lot of his books, too. Yeah. He does not shy away from sadness or fear. Yeah. Like, I mean, he just straight up fucking murders children in Charlie and Chocolate Factory, yeah. basically. <laughs> well, I've always loved that paragraph. Uh, plus all of the, uh, the Oompa Loompas are uh, slaves. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yep. Jersey slaves. Shore slaves. Mm-hmm. Just far- <laughs> farming their cocoa beans. Getting paid in fake time. Willy Wonka's like, they're happy to be here, I swear. <laughs> Literally paying them in like beans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. This has been the witches. Closing thoughts, guys. I think I liked Roald Dahl as a kid more than Harry Potter. Yeah, I think so too. Actually, um, even though I didn't really read Harry Potter as a kid, I read like the first three. I think a lot I of liked... people grow out of Roald Dahl a little bit, or they grow up and they realize there's a lot of problems with it. Yeah, a lot of problems. But I preferred Harry Potter. I think. Yeah, you're definitely. I think more it just sucked me in more. I was 100 percent Rodell, definitely. Yeah, mm. I was given a collection of his stuff when I was nine, and it yeah. just changed my life. Um, so it wasn't me. And my dad read together. Like we always, that was something that he would always read to me at night. Was Rodell. Like Danny Champion, the world's my favorite because he used to read that to me, like and do all the voices and a bit where the car veers off. Like when we'd be in the car at night, sometimes he'd be like, whoa. You know, I have two to... I have two things that my dad read to me that I always remember one was The Hobbit and that was class and that's fairly normal I guess yeah. to read a child the other was The Lady of Shalott by Tennyson it's an epic poem and he'd read me like like verses like stanza after stanza he'd do like this rhythm like this thump and I'd be going because it's like Tennyson it's like a fucking drum so I'd be like sound the work he'd be like Oh my god, like, hang on, wait, let me just read you some of it. Like, just this. Wait, <laughs> keep, we have instruments to play to it. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Quietly, quietly. There is. Because the sleeping next Dude, time. the Lady of Shalott is an absolute banger. You ready? On either side the river lie long fields of barley and of rye that clothe the world and meet the sky, and through the field the road runs by to many towered Camelot, the yellow leaved water lily, the green sheathed daffodilly, tremble in the water chilly round about Shalott. Beautiful. <gasps> Willows white and aspens shiver, the sunbeam showers break and quiver in the stream that runneth ever by the island in the river flowing down to Camelot. <laughs> and so on and so forth. He'd just read me, he'd read me entire parts to the Lady of Shalot again and again. I'm like, do it again. Is Shalot a place or is it just those weird onions? Um, she's the onion lady. Oh, yeah. she's yeah. the onion lady. She okay. is the onion lady, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, that, those are the two things I remember. <laughs> I just fucking it was an absolute like bop it was my favourite poem for forever oh it was really like you know it was like that poem slaps it was like a, it was like a club tune you know like a, an absolute <laughs> I can see your dad absolutely throwing it down he well. was just giving it like his all he'd really go and I'd be like yeah and he'd just he'd speed up and I'd, and I'd be like yeah dad keep going you know Camelot I just fucking loved that it was so much fun and then I'd be like and now Frodo not Frodo, Bilbo. <laughs> I was used to get scared, so we'd skip Mark Woods, and the story would make no sense. And then eventually, I read yeah. through, it and I was like, "Oh, that makes a lot more sense now." <laughs> it's like finally, I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." That sounds like when my sister makes me sing the rattling bog, <laughs> at, like <laughs> super speed, and she's like faster, and I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> we should um, we should do a mashup of the rattling bog and the Lady of Shalott oh, to a woodwind section. 
and then just mix in a bit of a Vici, you know, just yeah, enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of spice. On the recorder. Yeah. That's all I can play. Let me have one thing. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the memories, Dad. That would, I love that so much. <laughs> Meanwhile, so, you play ukulele <laughs> smash mouth. I fall asleep and like you just you listen closely and I'm whispering the Lady of Shalat to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that was that's such a good memory I've just like woken up in my head I love those ones you haven't thought about in years yeah. and then all of a sudden you're just like ooh I literally remember just like quivering with excitement like bang like smack in the bed like just like so hyped and then I wouldn't be, I'd be so awake then like, yeah. just too exciting and I still love Tennyson he's so fast you can't yeah, read him slow we couldn't even get through Artemis Fowl when I was a kid I remember my dad trying to read Art- I think I was a bit Artemis too Artemis Fowl I didn't like as a kid I was a bit too young I liked it as a, like a like a young like 11 10 11 that was really good but then i hated it when i was younger but i remember my dad trying to reach me when i was like seven i think and every second word i was like what is that word what is happening here what's going on and he was like right done we're going back to the abc box that was like me with serious important events i remember oh, my I mom trying to read those with to me and i just was like having none of it really yeah when i was like i'd say when i was maybe like seven six or seven she tried to read those. well you to don't me. get the humor when you're six or seven. and i was just like just wasn't into it i was just like nah not into it. No. There's not the sense of humour for it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I, re- I came back to them when I was like 10 and I loved them. Yeah. I'm enjoying this memory lane trip. Yeah. Sure look. Sure look. Sure <laughs> listen. This has been Floutery Hour with Pierre Steinke, our special guest. Pierre, do you want to play us out? I do. Wow. That's not what I expected you to sound like, Pierre, <laughs> at all. You should meet my friend Alison. You, you'd hit it off. Um, that's a flute. Yeah. yeah. Don't play it like a recorder. Yeah, God, hold it properly. Hold it sideways. Thank Play you. it with your nose like all flautists do. <laughs> Join us next week for our p- final episode of season one, where we'll have more Pierre, more romance brewing between K- Alison and Kiva, <laughs> and a whole lot of grog. <laughs> Bye! This is the most menacing goodbye. <laughs> Bye! Bye.